Folks, welcome to what is a special po- uh, podcast. It's our 40th podcast of the season. By God, we rode our luck tonight in Oriel Park. We're going to straight bring in some Monday nights. We're going to bring in nice and quickly Pingu from Chicago. And we're also going to bring in Donald Hanks, dream team tonight. Lads, last couple of minutes. Well, not last couple of minutes, last 20 minutes. Great win, but they, de- they definitely rode their luck, didn't they? I'll go. Yeah. Go uh, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's gone. Yeah, no, they did they um the the first half was first half was good. They um they looked dangerous and then at the start of the second half, they obviously got the second goal, could have got another goal, Talbot made some brilliant saves. And then it was the epitome of backs to the wall for like the last 15, 20 minutes. Um a, a lot of it actually comes from um from uh, the changes that Bose made at half time. Yeah. And from Slogger going off um, just after those changes. Lost a bit of control in midfield. And then, yeah, wrote her luck towards the end. But look, they got like an absolutely enormous three points. So that's... Yeah, we said, we spoke we spoke here last week just, um, you know, at the the draw of Finn Harps in the, in the cup match. And we kind of said it's a massive week for the club. This, the, the next week's probably going to be, you know, obviously if it goes really wrong, it's an awful week, but it could be it could be a potentially massive week. And there'll be three games. Uh, I see the tweet earlier on. I don't know who accurate it is. It's it's the is it the, the first time three wins on the bounce all season? Um, but a, a massive, massive week for the club. We, we couldn't have asked for much more. And you know, Pinky, I don't know if you're watching the game tonight or seeing it all, but I, I thought there was there was a bit of um probably more confidence about them tonight. I know Bulls were excellent, but I thought we had a bit more confidence in us from maybe kicking off in the last two games. What did you think? Pingu there. Air to Pingu. No, he's gone already. Not even. Wouldn't even introduce the show, and now he's gone. <laughs> but just, just yeah, I think the, the the two wins, the Finn Harps obviously in Sligo, it's it breeds confidence. So that will generally inevitably breed success. I think tonight, the first half, you know, I think I even commented in the group chat we have. It, it was a pretty bang average first half until really the goal. I mean, I know we had one or two chances, both of a bit of the ball, but. We didn't really create a lot. I mean, up until the goal, you know, Duffy to Stanton, the, the touch from Stanton for that goal was just absolutely like, if you know, like we keep saying, if it's in Sky Sports, if it's if it's someone at a World Cup or if it's Messi, that they're replaying that on Sky Sports. Like that that first touch tonight was just sensational. Yeah, like it, it was an absolutely incredible goal, um, and delighted for San. For for Stan Stanton, for Sam Stanton to get the goal, um, because he's been he's been great all season, and um, that was his first goal, I think, wasn't it? His first goal of the season, and it shows like shows the talent in him, like that he's played left back, he's played hold the midfielder, and he played a little bit further forward with uh, Slogger behind him, and this is the kind of thing you can come up with. Like he's a, he's been absolutely fantastic for me, like the best, I think, almost definitely the best. Um, of any of the signings that came in um, yeah. over the transfer window. So I was delighted to see him get the goal. But, I mean, it's such a finish. And then, like, to have a goal in the second half that could challenge it for, like, goal of the month, as Flano was saying. Like, oh, like just two absolutely fantastic goals. Like, just fantastic. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen, we've seen some goals, usually, but it's been a while since we've had a night where we've just been astounded by just the goals the dog have scored. Like, 
two fantastic. Like I mean, you, you were talking about Stanton at the start of the season. You know, w- when we signed him, he didn't he didn't look like he was fit. It, t- it took him an age to get into. But kind of when when Shields left and he took over that kind of mantle in midfield, he's been he's generally been been top class in, in more games than not. And tonight, even to find himself so far forward, but I, I think Sam St- or Stan Staunton, as we're going to call him from now on. <laughs> if, if that's him at the start of the season, he doesn't find himself in that box. It probably falls to maybe a McAlenny or a Murray. Yeah. But that that quick thinking, that sharpness. Again, we're talking about confidence from the last two games. Whether that happens last week or two weeks ago against Finn Harps, you know, he probably takes a touch and tries to turn the other way. Have we got Pingu there on the line? Is he is he back up? <laughs> he texts me to bring yeah. him in. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to yeah, go. That's your chance. Yeah. But. No, I- uh, Sorry, don't go. No, I was just going to say the thing you were saying about Stanton there and like finding himself in the position that he found himself in, yeah. and the um the last twenty minutes of the game come down to that not having uh, a bench, not having um the ability to change players like from game to game, and the thing about like Stanton being in that position is like there's just there's no one else. Like obviously, Patching was out again. Or was I suspended? I think they said tonight. Yeah. So it was like one in and one out in midfield, um, and then you see in the second half when Stoggart goes off, and you're looking to the bench and you're like, we have to put Dummigan into midfield, and then like Benamar kind of ran out of steam, and I mean running out of steam like he looked like he was really, really, really struggling to get around the pitch, um, towards the end of his performance today, and it's like. Han has to come on. It really highlights how many players are out injured and what sort of um the caliber of players that are missing. Like you just yeah. If we even if even if we only had like one or two, like even if it was just Danny Kelly or Dickie Kelly that you could bring on or was starting the game and then you bring Benamar on, or if McElhenney is available and McElhenney comes in when um McElhenney comes in when um say Sluggett's out or Patching's out or whatever, like it, they just have no options. And it's really been highlighted in the last like 20 minutes of games. Yeah. Um, and just looking back on the results as well over the last couple of weeks that um, there was the one all, the one all in Waterford was before the Finn Harkson, wasn't it? That was the last game. And then we get like, you're, the lads run out of steam, concede a goal at the end. They run out of steam in Bally Buffet and concede two goals. Yeah. And it's they can't do anything about the the players that have left or anything now. But it just it just highlights like if they had a full squad, if they had everybody <coughs> fit and ready to go, how good they could be. The Dean Dean Arsenal just coughed and let everybody know he was back. <laughs> <laughs> Pingu, it's great to have you. How's it going? How's things? What did we, what did we think? Ah, it was great. I I enjoyed Stanton's goal. It was a nice tap in by Hogan for his finish as well. Um, <laughs> I know. Look, uh, you know, you asked me a question about ten minutes ago, and I was I was in the middle of answering it. You couldn't hear me, but uh, you know, that's the kind of result. I think we said it last week too. You know, that they're, they're the kind of results that if we had a, this podcast two weeks ago, we probably weren't getting it. You know, we weren't going to see a game like that out. So it's honestly, it's it's kind of amazing to see how much has changed with the with. And I I put it down to what I said on Friday night. I think fans being back. You know, when yeah. fans and numbers, I think it's just made a huge difference getting behind the team. But um, look, it's it was nervy towards the end, but 
that's that's a massive three points, and I mean it's been a massive a massive week, you know. Yeah, I think I don't think I think the season they've had, you know, over the last week there has to be a massive correlation there with the, the fans. I know we've had five hundred and four hundred games at the start. When you've got that extra, when you've got the shed packed, and you know they're pretty much a full stadium, not full but three quarters full. I think it, it it can't be a massive coincidence that they're playing like that. You know, it, we're not just saying it is fans. The abilities there, their fitness, they look sharper. They seem to want the ball a little bit more. Um, now they rule the luck at the end, but we're just saying. I don't know if you heard us, Pinky. We're just saying it's been a long time since we've seen the game at all. But we've just been talking about the actual goals and dog score, the quality of the goals. I mean, Hogan strike, Hogan. Sorry, like we're talking. We probably talked enough about Stan Staunton, but Hogan strike in the second half was just and it's left pegged as well. It's an absolute worldie. Yeah, it definitely was, and to be fair, he's, he's playing very, very well at the minute, you know, so um, I, I have no problem eating a bit of humble pie on that one. Uh, he's, he's been very, very good, and he's been, the, he's been the talisman in the last couple of weeks in this resurgence, hasn't he? Yeah, I think I think he might have maybe tuned into the podcast, and maybe maybe he was listening over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we're already, uh, people think people think the thing is really harsh, I and mean, he has, we've just been winding up, we probably made it sound much more worse than it's actually been. <laughs> 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 but uh, it's yeah, an, an excellent game, and you know, it, 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 the the wind's probably sweet up because it's come at the end of the week that we've we've struggled before, and we've allowed Finn Harps back into the cup tie with such a disaster over the last couple of minutes. But it's probably all the sweeter that Bowes were excellent tonight as well. Bowes had you know, re, it's not like Bowes are poor, and we were talking. Like, it was it was end to end, and the second half was one of the best second halves of watching football all season. Um, but Bowes were. Excellent tonight, you know. They're, they're, I see at the end of the game, their staff's over. I think they're shooting for handball, penalty. But you know, like people like Devoy and Rice, and you know, I, I, I even like, I was surprised Buckley went off at half time for them. I don't know if it if it gave Dundalk a little bit of an edge now, like like Donald was saying, but it was probably cancelled out with Sluggett going off as well. We're not too sure if it's a hamstring or what kind of um, injury he has, but I think. For me, anyway, I, I can't speak for you, but for me, it, it, when other teams play that well and we we can still come out with a victory, it, 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 it's 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 all a little bit sweeter, isn't it? Anyone is anyone. Yeah, yeah, no, it's and, and it, this is the um, this when you can't see, you can't see whether that little icon is going to start talking or not. Um, <laughs> and this is the kind of um, the kind of win that Vinny got previously. Um, yeah. You get like a bit of magic from the players that are like the talented players on the field, and then you're just organised and you don't give away stupid goals. Now the goal that they give away, I mean, there's a couple of questions to be asked. I think, um, I think Plano said on the commentary that Hoopin was having a go at Benamar for not getting out to block the shot. I think Cherry probably thinks it's going to be a cross and takes a step to the left, and. It looked very it looked like a very 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 easy goal um but you know they they just they, they hung on they hung in there i think a couple of the penalty decisions that obviously both didn't get i think i wasn't sure about any of the handball ones because we just can't really see them i thought the one where um georgie kelly got pulled down or fell down in the box mm. looked like a soft one like it didn't look like there was much it's, there. It's one again, you've seen, you've seen them given. Yeah, it's, it's, you've yeah. seen them given. It's one of them ones, yeah. Yeah, and then I think the, the, the one that I was most worried about was the um, it was just after the second goal when he had a shot 
uh, Kelly had a shot inside the six yard box, and it, I, th I think it hit Andy Boyle, but he went, Andy Boyle went down holding his face. And I always think that's like the sign of a guilty man that he's just handled it if he's just rolling around holding his face when it clearly didn't hit him on the face. Yeah. Um, so I was a little worried about that one, but then look, the, uh, we've had we've had a few dodgy penalty decisions given against us and didn't like not going for us. So not that any of those were lucky decisions, but like, um, look, we just we could do it a bit of luck, couldn't we? Oh yeah, like I mean, if any team deserves something like that, it's us. Pingu is Pingu still there? Are we still there? Yeah, I just have to jump off now. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll just hit you one one more. We'll just before you go, we're not. Um, I don't. We're not doing. A, we're, we don't mind the man of the match coming in. But there's no pizza on a Monday night uh, because Vinny Luca will absolutely shoot us for giving away so many pizzas. But we'll just get your thoughts on man of the match, Pingu, just before you shoot off. Yeah, I'll probably. Uh, I'll probably say myself that it's. Um, Look, I'm going to give it to my main man again two days in a row just to just to uh, take credit for his resurgence. I see that someone's calling me out on Oriel Webb there, uh, saying that I took credit last on Friday night for his resurgence. So I suppose if I'm going to take all the credit for it, I might as well go with my main man, Pat Huben. As Patrick James, I found out over the weekend, I call him Patrick John. It's Patrick James Huben. So. Oh, he's, he's supposed to be very tight now. He's a very friendly yeah. man. Yeah. Not that he's weighing it. We're just saying. We're just saying. <laughs> you're just saying. You, apparently, you're, you're not allowed to have any constructive criticism anymore. So. <laughs> All right, lads. Have a good one. Thank you. Pleasure. Right, thank you. Cheers, lad. Good luck. Chancellor, he's not even doing that. No. <laughs> I'll tell you what's a little bit worrying, though. Um, he's hitting the type of form that um, Patrick McElhenney hit after he signed his pre-contract with Derry. Like... <laughs> It's almost like right, the future's sorted. I can just, yeah, know, I can let loose now. He he seemed to be someone. Um, I won't say I won't use the cliche with a with a point to prove, but he he seemed to really like that goal tonight. He seemed to really want that. He seemed to really. I know the all you enjoy every goal, but there was just something different about it. You know, when the celebration, even last week as well, he just seemed to be just more up for it now. I don't know if there's just. Something that's clicked with him over the last week. Like we did say last week that you know the next seven or eight days are massive in one dog season. Now I know we're down the bottom anyway, it doesn't change a lot massively much. But you no, know, it, it, could, it could have been an absolute awful week out of the cup, you know, getting closer to Longford, that type of thing. But I think they just seem to want it a little bit more. Tonight in particular, like I said, the first half I think was great, but the second half just seemed to be it was like it, it was like they finally said, right. We're here to play football. This is the way it's going to be. You know, I don't know if the training's changed. I, I don't really know. But I, I would say it's probably, like I've seen some tweets there tonight, it ha the fans have to have a massive stay in it. Like, that that confidence builder, that noise coming out of under the tunnel, well, not under the tunnel from the YDC for our lads, but I, I don't know what your perspective is on it, but like I haven't been up to a game, I haven't been back to Oriel Park since pre-COVID myself, but... The noise and the roar of the shade of the boys just just has to play that added extra factor, hasn't it? Yeah, no, I think I I think the um what really drove it home to me was the the semi final or not the semi final the re the cup replay, um after going to go behind, and what I had thought was going to happen that night didn't happen. Like the crowd just lifted all the lads on the pitch, you know. And um, look, it, 
it's the type of thing you can like people can poke holes in and people people can say like no it doesn't make any difference and uh, every club has fans and all that kind of stuff but like it's it can't just be a coincidence that the 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 level of fight in the in the lads has gone up since we've had a full shed and a full stand you know um yeah. has to have made a difference yeah i think like it's easy to say with you know COVID and stuff and at the start of the season and, and but it's it's got to it's got to all add up somewhere. I think it, it's a culmination of everything coming back together and fans back. It's interesting. and look at the lads are playing top class football, but without at the risk of repeating myself, it's it's even all that little more special that Bows were excellent in the second half. Like Bows will go home kicking themselves they didn't get at least a draw. Like they re- we really rode our luck in the last couple of minutes. I actually thought um I actually thought one of them went in and went over the bar. It might have been from I don't know if it was from Devoy or Bort. But those two lads, like that, Bob was just an absolute sensation. He, like he is an absolute. He's as good as anything I've seen in the last. Like when you go back to like, I, I always mention a playmaker midfield that we had. Keith Ward. When Keith Ward was on it, he was top class in the league. And this boy is. It's like he spat him out of his mouth. He's just. He moves like him. He runs like he's. He's a top class footballer. He's. He's kind of a. He'd be their version. He'd probably become their version of a Michael Duffy or or, or a, a yeah. Fats. But I, I thought they were excellent, and it, it's it's all that little bit better that we can turn. We can probably take the lead against a team like that and keep it, and, yeah. and play really well. I mean, Sean Murray again was excellent, like fully fit. I said it here last week, fully fit. There's not a lot. There's not many. There's not many other midfielders or centre halves when he when he's running can actually can actually deal with him. And when you think of the players we don't have playing tonight, that would normally start. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, we started the show with it. It's an excellent week. It really is. Yeah, I think the the injuries have actually, the the lack of options has helped Sean Murray. That yeah. Sean Murray wasn't getting a run of games because there was patching and, say patching and um, McElhaney in those positions, so he wasn't getting in. So them players not being around or one of them not being around has just has been great for him because look, we know there's a brilliant player in there. Um, yeah. he, he has to have, like he can't have gotten to the level that he's gotten to without having the talent. It's just maybe it's just a case of getting him a run of games, injury free, getting fitter and fitter all the time. Um, because he's just he's just so dangerous. Um, they talk about uh, there was an interview with Greg Slugger on um, the Patreon thing wrong before the game on the stream and. He was just saying about how he always ends up in the right place at the right time when the ball's coming into the box. Like, and it's a skill. It's not just look. Yeah. Like he can read everything that's happening around the box and knows when to make the run and knows when to get in there. So, like he's been excellent. But I was just thinking, like the, the important thing of having um, good players to bring in uh, off the bench. Like you need a you need a um, you need a top squad. You need a, a top squad to maintain mm-hmm. uh, the level at the right. And we need a top squad to maintain this podcast so bring someone in off the bench all right Steph let's not right. have it uh, thanks you're the only What's one I, I get to do any intros for that's two intros that I've done for you <laughs> bring you in off the bench yeah yeah look the last couple of weeks it's been tough for me to get on with work and other other things going on but um I was I was gonna drop in earlier. I'm not coming on if they got beat because everyone would be just blaming <laughs> me saying, "Oh, you only got someone to lose." But um, yeah, no, it's good to be back. Did you get to watch the match? All right. 
No, this one was walking, walking till ten. So I was listening right. to the boys on the on the commentary and walk. Um, the boys were getting very excited, and then when they seen the goals on Twitter, then realised how good they were. So sometimes it's hard to judge with the with the radio whether the goals are. I think Adrian Carr and John Flanagan have completely taken over the airwaves when it comes to goals at Oriel Park. Like, Flano looks like it sounds like he's just jumping out of the country every, like, especially when that when they're cracking goals. Like, I had to turn the laptop down because my kids were asleep up the stairs. Um, <laughs> but what from from listening to the game, it's, it's hard to judge when you're not watching. But from listening, did you think, did you think the, the that confidence of the of the I don't know what it sounded like listening on the radio or anything, but you know of the fans being back, did you? Did it feel like there was that kind of little bit extra from them? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think. Look, if you're a player there, we I think we mentioned it before. You're not. They probably wouldn't have got away with some of the performances. They probably wouldn't have got out the gate after the game. Some of the performances they put in before, but on the positive side of it as well, like it lifts you. Even you know yourself when you're in Oriel Park and don't know wins a throw in in their in their own half. There's nearly a lift about them and yeah. the judge shouting and the, the stands cheering it on and obviously the turn end as well. Um, Ross was up at the game. My as fella, he's he's going he's going eleven like so. He went up la on Friday, and he was like asking me all week like oh, I have to. So he went up with his friend tonight as well. So he he got up to the two games the last two games and I haven't got up back up all yet. <laughs> But he was saying the atmosphere was brilliant, and the two goals, like he just said, he just said, "Wow, about the two goals." Like even Pingo tried to convince me it was a, uh, it was a tap in. He uh, <laughs> hoping got a tap in, the hit off a shin guard, and total mess. Like I, I just see, just you're talking about the kids up at the football. I just see a, a post there. I don't know if we can bring it up. It's is it? Uh, yeah, I just just passion, like you know. They were, they were saying Hogan was over at the shed and, you know, fist bumping the kids and, you know, it seemed to be that little bit of passion back and we were just talking about him kind of getting that little, you know, that kind of extra kind of buzz around. Now, not that he never had it, but I think over the last couple of weeks, in the last week in particular, I think we've seen a massive kind of sea change. Now, I'm not saying it'll lead to three points next week and the next week, you know, but I think it was almost like three cup semi-finals we were playing and it, it was just, it just seemed to be that... That motivation, that buzz is now back, and I think, you know, things like that. So, like one of the lads pointed out that you know you haven't seen passion since like Chris Shields had left and stuff like that. And I don't know who that lady is now. It's <laughs> randomly texting there. Yeah, I'll look at this though behind that's, me. That's, uh, <laughs> that's trolling there. I don't know who that is, but um, I, it just seems to be they just seem to have that kind of yeah passion is probably the only way of putting it. I, I yeah. know what's happened the last week, but. Like your wee flop tonight just would have absolutely soaked up that. It would be unbelievable for a kid of his age. Yeah, it's sort of the connection that you you don't get mm. when you're sitting at home watching on TV, listening on the radio. Like it's the personal thing. Like him coming over and, and like hoping sort of celebrates down the town end. If he scores that side, he's straight into that corner. And sure, all the kids are jumping the wall and. Mm. It's just great to see. Like it's a, it's a buzzing and an adrenaline. And you, you just can't get anywhere else. You can't get it at home watching it on TV. And it's just something else. Like to see a goal, goal like that, and to see, uh, see two cracking goals like that. Yeah, it's just amazing. Like you, you sort of think back to 
cracking goals that were scored before, like towels against Bray and even McElhenney's in the couple couple of seasons ago against UCD. Like he's still stick in the back of your head, and the hairs go up in the back of your neck as well when you when you even think of reliving him. Yeah. So, look, if 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 the crowd gives the boys the buzz, then look, long may it continue. Yeah, just to, just see Gav. I don't know if we got that flash of the Gav McKeever. Like that match, I wonder what where would be. And look, hindsight's great and talk, but if they were up there all year, you kind of you have that thought in the back. You had God, what what could be achieved with this team? Because you probably won't get to look at them for too much longer. Because there's probably not going to be a lot of them. I wouldn't think there be. There might not be a lot of them playing in Oriel Park next season. But it goes to show that. You know, you you, burn, you get your confidence off other people. You bounce off other people. And look, we've there's probably not a podcast that's hammered these players more than us over the, over the season. But it's just finally, it's it's great to see that. You know, we we we're now we're now on a run of three podcasts where we've got a bit of positivity. The last two in particular have been really positive. People must think people are going to stop tuning in. Um, <laughs> but I just think that we can't. But I don't want to keep repeating myself, but we can, you know, underestimate the influence that fans and the town have, and the Shedside Army. Even though they blocked half the League of Ireland TV stream with the smoke, I couldn't see half the game. I, was, I, was, I was hoping there was no goals because we know replays. But it was just, it, it was one of those weeks. Last week was great, but tonight in particular was just for a Monday night. Was just unbelievable. Like credit, like the, you have to credit the fans for that one. Yeah, and I think that's the the. Um... There's a mentality, I think, now amongst the fans of like, um, it's like kind of like us against the world. Like, it's like the fans have stuck together and they stuck behind the players on the field. You know, like mm. there's it, it did feel like for a while everything was conspiring against us. You know, like fans, like there's like whatever decisions being made, players leaving, all this stuff. There was a whole load of negativity, but it feels like everybody has like genuinely gotten stuck in like everybody's gotten behind yeah. the team and um, even just you saying in Monday night like you forget that that was a Monday night you think that was like a yeah. proper uh, Friday night where you've been sitting waiting for it all week and then when Friday night comes around you're mad for the uh, atmosphere but then I think the performances have it's a weird one because I'm like the performances that were so bad for such a long time that now that we're getting good performances, it's like it, you really, really, really savor them and you really appreciate like the effort that's been put in because you can you do forget like there were some atrocious performances and some horrible nights where you'd be like, I'm good, I'm really glad I was Denorial that night. But yeah. the last week, like it's it's just been a hell of a week, you know. The the um the atmosphere's been amazing every game. Good goals and everything. Goals in every game. Never mind good goals. Like they're actually scoring goals. They could have scored. In, they really should have been three 0 up tonight. Uh, yeah. But for um, Talbot and yeah, I think people are just appreciating it. Like not that it was not that there was complacency around beforehand, but it's just like I think it sets you up for realize, the week, doesn't it? Yeah, I think people realize just how important it is that they're behind the team. And I think there's been an awful lot of talk. Like there's been too much talk, probably. People uh, writing blogs and doing podcasts, and um, that vacuum of like not being able to get into the ground, and not being able to support the team, and it probably felt like to a lot of people that a lot of people who were talking about the team weren't properly behind the team. I know that's been thrown around a load of times. Like 
um, you know, begrudgers and stuff like that. Like you're not proper fans and all that kind of stuff. And it's not, obviously it's not the case, but just when you can get everybody in the ground and everybody is able to like vocally get behind the team for the 90 minutes, I think that's, it's been so lacking in um, obviously the last 18 months. And the, uh, the impact has been there for everybody to see, I think over the last week. Yeah, it's, it's amazing what a week. I think the, fam the famous saying a week's a long time in football, and I'm not saying we're, we're you know we're not going to move too far up the league or anything like that. But you know even the results going all you know even though we won against Sligo, the results didn't go all way with other games the other night. But it's just that buzz of getting back to winning matches. It's you know it's and it's not even winning matches; it's competing in games. You know it's you know the dog fans can take defeat. It's it's how you take it. It's, it's how you got there. Like if if you're having an absolute nail, then you're going to get it in the neck. That's just the way it is. But if you're going down fighting, it would have been different. Like, even tonight, the, the first half hasn't been great. We've talked all season about the first half being, you know, us getting off to it, not a bad start, and then taking forever to get into a game. And tonight, it, it was different tonight. It just seemed to be, first half was okay. It's not like we were out of the game or anything. It was just just two teams just, just going at it. But the second half was just relentless, completely relentless. Now, I know Bowles probably got the lane share of it in the second half, but we, we took our chances. We took advantage of it. But it was just a proper game of football. You know, the last 45, 50 minutes was just a proper game. And the fans added to it. They just seemed to have that want of winning the game, finally. Um, and it's it's just, it's a, it's a, it's like we talk about it's a Monday night. It's a cracking way to start the week. It puts everybody in good form now for the week. You know, Steph will go to walk down tomorrow and crack it be 90. I actually have a couple of days off now. No, we're dead. You don't have to go into walk. You just have to go into walk show up. Even better, <laughs> even better being off. But yeah, look, Donald, just what you were saying, sort of, if they had a, created that sort of siege mentality and, you know, it's, pro it's probably worked even better now that the fans are in this yeah. to get behind the team and it's, it's just given a massive lift. I don't, I don't think there is no coincidence that that coincided with each other. Like, so, look, it's, we're looking positive now and, you're looking forward to games instead of dreading, not dreading them coming around, but going, oh, geez, are we going to get anything out of this? Or can we get through this round in the cup or whatever? So everything's looking more positive and the trip to Finn Park doesn't look as bad as it did last week. I was just going to say, they got they up the Bally Buffet now. On, on, is, it, is it Friday night? Is it Friday night, yeah? Friday night, yeah. Usually you'd be absolutely dreading. It's a tough place to go anywhere, no matter where you are in the league. But now you might have a bit more... Because we've only beat, we played them three. We ended up playing them three times in what two weeks, um, and yeah. so you've got a little bit more. You, know, you, you they probably couldn't take the full allocation if there is if there is allocated tickets for Friday night. So it just changes the week for everybody, I think, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's it's a huge it's a huge game, and tonight's result almost takes a little bit of the pressure off because if they hadn't gotten anything out of tonight and it was the game in hand, there's obviously more pressure now Friday night. If you if you yeah. win Friday night now. You're in an absolutely fantastic position now, in a fantastic position in terms of trying to avoid a relegation playoff, which has to just be like get, to get away from this. Isn't, this yeah. isn't the goal. This isn't what we're trying to do. But to avoid the playoff, like it's a, it'll be a massive boost to get three points um, on uh, on Friday night. But sure, they're well capable. They've, they've put they've put six past Finnards in two games. I know there was extra time and everything, but like. They, they should be going into it confident. Like, if they're not going into it confident now after the last few weeks, um, 
they're, they're never going to be going in, confident going into a match. So um, I don't know whether, like, I'd, I know you're saying about the, the confidence being back and everything, but there were still parts of that first half tonight where, like, Bowes were set up to, like, to win, like, to nick the ball off us in our fight or in our, like, yeah. defensive third and spring. And every time it happened, I was like, oh, look, this is the... This is the stuff that you know. This is what was giving us fits at the start of the season, and it was like it's. It, we're not. I don't think I'm confident enough to have forgotten all of that. Like, I think we might only be like <laughs> one uh, horrendous defensive mistake away from being like, oh no, here we go again. But um, I thought that was going to happen at the uh, the cup replay, and it didn't. So maybe I'm the only one that thinks like this. Maybe I'm the only negative one left. No, I think I think I think the season we've had and. The- some of the defensive blunders we've had, I think, <laughs> I think, uh, I think it, it's it's always in the back of your mind, and it's probably in the back of your mind playing on the pitch as well. It, it, it must creep in. It's it's probably always there that God will they make a mistake. But like, like even Sonny coming off the bench like the last couple of minutes, we kind of, to me now, I can only speak for myself. I thought it was, I thought was there a need, you know, were they, were they fighting that badly? But then he clears ahead or it wouldn't when in a minute ninety minutes he's, he's clear, he, or ninety seconds he's clearing header away. And he's done exactly what he's come on onto the pitch for. And you you get games like that where he comes on, he might head the ball to the back of the net. And that's it's it's one it's one of them nights. But um I just I, I think again it's we'll come back to that word again, it's confidence. If the team's playing well in the field, most of the subs coming on should ha- should be able to carry that confidence with them, especially when there's a crowd in the stand. Like there's probably nothing more daunting than coming off the bench at Oriel Park with a pack stand behind you, running towards the shed that's packed as well. There's probably nothing more daunting than League of Ireland football. But it's it comes back to you know we hope you just hope they can carry that forward like, like Steph was saying Finn Harps is not going to be easy on, on Friday night and we've got Rovers to follow a week and then we're Bowes so look at it, it's every game now is massive it's completely massive um but like yeah just I see just the words that we mentioned you know, John Fallon was in there when Slaga came off you know just to go back and how difficult it was for the lads I mean when when, when a player like that goes off the field you got it. It's got to be changed, and Bowes just kind of took over in the middle of the park. But you got the, the lads up at the back. Clearly, I thought Clearly was going to get sent off. I thought Lee he had a decent game. Jokovskis, I think he was carried in bits of it. But look, what I think, I, again, I think the the fans just everybody came together that could carry the few players tonight. The, the, the few players that had a bit of a bit of a nightmare. Um, but I think we can get away with that. I think now we're at the stage where well, the last week we've had, we probably can carry one or two. Whereas weeks ago, we couldn't carry anybody. You know, we, we really couldn't. And it's, 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 look, it's a credit to them. It's credit to the staff. I just hope the fans can follow them up. Now. Maybe I like, there's no point in me preaching the fans going up to Bali Buffet because I won't be going. But if, if, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure they will send out their allocation. And, like, you know, it, it's, it, it's just great to have this kind of, Motivation, but I think I'm mad to watch the next game now. Like, whereas we, you know, we're only talking about a month ago, we're like, I can't watch these anymore. Like, it, 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 it's it's such a turnaround in a week, isn't it? It's mad, yeah, yeah, it's crazy how quickly things can turn around. But even Dummigan going into the midfield, like plugging yeah. a gap there where we would have we would have got got beaten two weeks ago, so it's just it's just a massive turnaround. and I think the fans have a major part of playing that, so hopefully the away form doesn't doesn't get affected by it. We yeah, can just keep the momentum going. And and just for just for more on uh, 
individual basis. Where not the half on about it, but do we think the goalkeeping situation is is do we think it's sorted? Do we think it's cherries now for the rest of the season? Do I want to you first or Steph? Who wants to go first? Yeah? You go Steph. I, I think it has to be like look the. I said uh, after BB made the last mistake, I don't think he should play for Lundalk again, and I don't think he should. Um, Terry's done okay when he's come in. I don't think no, no major mistakes, and I, I think he has to play from now. Like he's he's the best out of the. Well, we don't know much about Yates, but what we did see of him was sort of similar to what a BB can bring. So yeah, I think Cherry's the best at the three of them and he has to stay in now. And I think the the back four, whoever plays there, is a little more confident in Cherry being there than than any of the other two. So the more uh continuity you get at the back, the better it is. We need to keep keep playing the, the same players there. They all know each other now at this stage. Yeah. So I don't I know what that, you think going. Yeah, no, I was gonna say the same thing, but it, it it's more this like from being uh in the in the ground the fans have more confidence in cherry so yeah they don't like there isn't a massive intake of breath every time the ball goes towards the goalkeeper like like there has been at different stages like when you're fairly confident he'll just do the safe and uh <laughs> to say the safe and normal thing but he'll do he'll take the safe option like he'll punt it into the stand if he needs to or he'll you know take a clean catch if he needs to you know like he's definitely the um the best option that we have um i think there's um there's obviously still room for improvement like we can obviously still go and get another goalkeeper in uh when the season's finished but for the minute i'm like if if the boys at the back have confidence in him and i think the crowd have confidence in him. It, it has to be. I mean, he, he hasn't. The goal tonight wasn't great, but he hasn't made any mistakes. So that's pretty much all yeah, you can ask. In fairness, I kind of, I when I when the goal went in tonight, I kind of went, oh, he's had a nightmare there. But then when you watch it back, I think even Chris was saying in the chat, he's obviously expecting as much as your calf gets in front of him, Sammy. I'm not sure. To them for them to close that space and it, it's only when you watch it back i think that oh no he's he's, he's under it there but in fairness like i said i thought i thought he had a decent game tonight um just reading that yeah i, I fully agree with, with that's that statement there i think that's probably our best i i, I don't think it, it, it would benefit anybody changing around unless there's an injury there's absolutely no need to change it like they can only learn they can only get better by playing together and yeah I, I for me i think yeah, I mean, when when I actually thought he, he would have played earlier in the season, but Vinny had stuck with a BB. But then, like Steph was saying, you can only guess, he can only play so long. If we had to say, right, we have to cut ties here. Um, but I'd be very surprised if Cherry doesn't play for the rest of the season. I do, I do think he is the best of what we have at, at present. Yeah, but then look, you don't know. You just you just don't know what's going to happen in Oriel Park. But again, the good the good thing for us is the last week we've had a settled that settled side. Yes, we've had a couple of injuries, but you know, I think if they can stay consistent over the next couple of weeks and get just get a run together and just get a settled team together, I think it'll kind of the team will. We'd like to get to the stage where the team's picking itself. We need to know the lineup before the game starts, like it used to be. Um, but yeah, no, Cherry. I think I think I think he's been excellent. He's probably 
flown under the radar when it comes to praise at the minute. But I think I do think he settled if he settled the two lads in front of him are settled. And I think it can only then kind of transcribe then through the rest of the team for me. You know? Just want just reading that. I was just reading that other one. Sorry, folks. I'm just reading this other text message. Hold on, we have to pause the podcast. Gally has to read something. Sorry, I was just reading. I thought I thought he caught something outside the corner. We ate someone given. I thought somebody was giving a pingu again, but it's not. It's got nothing to do with it whatsoever. <laughs> so that's just, just going forward. Or just on um, as it's a Monday night, we don't want to keep everybody too late. But just going forward into Finn Harps on. Uh, we've got Finn Harps and then Rovers. We could probably go as far as Rovers. Maybe we don't want to go too far after that. But how do we think? Do we think it's is it going to be another banana? Well, they're all banana skins for the North at the minute, but is it going to be a tough trip to Bally Buffet as normal, or can we carry the confidence into it? It'd be a tough trip for sure. Like, it, it, there's not going to be an easy game up there, but they have to carry the confidence that they've they should have gotten from the last few games into that one. And I think we're all confident that they can get a result up there now when we would we wouldn't have been two weeks ago. So hmm. I think like. They can absolutely go up there and get a win, and a win would be absolutely massive, um, in the context of where we are in the season and in the table and everything. So, um, confidence is there. Now they just have to go back it up. But I'm going to hit you for a score prediction as well. Just to see. Oh, uh, so we, haven't, we, haven't, we haven't done a score prediction in a week or two, have we? The, no, I well, I, I don't know. We fell in love with doing them because we were getting them so badly wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think the night that I was the only one that said they weren't going to lose was probably when we should have stopped doing them. <laughs> um, no, I, I see Frank Carroll's after stealing it from me there. 3 1 the docks, what I was going to say. So there you go. Another 3 1. That's confidence. That's confidence. Come on, Steph. Yeah, it's always, it's always difficult going up there, but. You're not going up there fearful now. You're going up there with a bit of a spring in your step, a bit of momentum. So, um, Slugger will be back, or Slugger might be out, but Patching will be back. So, hopefully, we won't have any more injuries or suspensions or anything to worry about. Um, I, I think they could go up there and win 2 1. I think, look, they're, they're dangerous from the long throw ins. Yeah. Look, all, we always seem to get it get tough up there even though we've a good record it's never plain sailing for us so um, I, I, I'm hopeful we can get a 2-1 win yeah I, I think I'd like I think it, you're going with that because we've played them so many times over the last couple of weeks this will be the third outing but again I'd love to see a clean sheet but I would I like, obviously I'll trade a clean sheet for three points but I think it's so important that they can try and keep clean sheets especially at those kind of games it's difficult to keep a clean. I just, I think this team will struggle to keep a clean sheet at Oriel Park. In you know, we're obviously not playing Oriel Park Friday, but because of the pitch, I, I don't know if the, the ball just moves too fast. In my opinion, but I think if we can get, if we can get at them, I'm, go, I'm just going to go one nil on this one. I think. I, I think we, I think they can keep. They can might be able to. Fight. I don't know when was the last time somebody will be able to tell me we kept a clean sheet in the league, um, and and won a game. But twenty nineteen, twenty nineteen probably. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to go for one nil, and probably that's probably couldn't be any further from the actual prediction. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm going to go for one nil anyway, value before yeah. And I think that then we got we've you know with a bit of luck we can take it three points there and then. But it's Rovers the following week, so I don't really know if it's going to lead to um, an absolute. It's going to be an absolute 
cracking match, you know, like the, the crowd is going to be absolutely unbelievable in Orbe Park on, on the 8th, isn't it? Bars are open that night too. Or bars are open. Yeah. I won't even be They here. decided that they'd wait until the Rovers game to open the bars because yeah. Why not? there'd be no chance of anything bad happening that night. Of course. I don't even think they'll take fans up. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, even no matter what's happening in your season, that's one of them games that's, Everybody marks. Everybody marks. If you're walking on a Saturday, if you're unfortunate to be walking on a Saturday, you're marked off probably on a Saturday. Or you're going to lose. It's one. Of, it's 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 always those highlights. Even it's even more so than draw. It's always that game. I think that's Rovers coming to town in any team in the league. It's the, that is the game. Is that everybody wants? Everybody wants to watch. That was an actual question, boys. That was, a, that was an actual question, Steph. You would have, have you played Rovers, Steph? Did you play against John Rovers? No, never played, never played against our first. Um, was involved in a few matchday squads against them, like uh, the, the season they they got promoted from the first division. They had they had Castle and the Jamie Duffy, Davy O'Connor, Ian Ryan. Uh, I think Desi Baker was playing with them up front as well, and they got promoted with Pat Scully. Right. But um, never played against them, fortunately. Probably would have got sent off. Probably, probably, probably. I think, um, I, yeah, I just think you get sent off from the from the stand on Friday night if you went off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you have you been sent off a board of legion yet? What do you mean? Yes. No. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not. You must be odds on in most games, are you? I think we're going to rebook at the side of the pitch. Uh, I'm I'm waiting for them to open up Benton on it, and then and then I might take. <laughs> 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 just a David Moore there looking for a town on top you can actually as far as I know you can contact the Fi, the Fi Sports and they'll print you one obviously we can't do you one for free but uh, what they if, will why did you join the team halfway through the season do you get one day yeah we will, we will, we will sort through that. that's a promise we have to make live on here we will actually sort through one uh, uh, we'll have to sort through one definitely we might give one away as a prize one night we might grab one and give away uh, before the end of the season yeah, we we give one away already. We'll have to we'll have to give one away again before the end of the season. Uh, David, if you want to message me, I can organise getting the top for you. There you go. He flies in for one night. He, he can't even get Don to organise the top, and he's going to get David the top. Don to organise something for you before the end of the year. Something for me. That's not, that's not a top. <laughs> I, I, will, I will be a top. I will be a top. We'll have to sorry yes. That that was. Uh, We'll have, to, we'll have to give out to Chris and uh, Aerosmith because they're not here. It's their fault. Yeah, we guess you saw it either way. Gents, I think we leave it at that. What do we for tonight? Monday night. We don't want to keep everybody too uh, too late because we're going again Friday night, obviously, and then the big one next, uh, next Friday night as well. So uh, this, thanks for everybody tuning in. And look, at I, I, before we even go, credit to the fans at Royal Park. I think just when we look at all the comments here, it's everything's, you know, the fans making the game 12th man and the, the games like that are priceless and you know hopefully that'll carry you now to Finn Harps and then into Rovers next week so I think we'll give we, we never get Donald Hanks never gets the final award so I think we'll give him the final award tonight what do we say yeah absolutely I I think we we gotta go with no fans no party yeah. love it